Um, I'm Evan, and you're listening to This Week I Learned, which is, essentially, it's going to be a podcast where I just talk about something I learned or something that I've been thinking about over the course of the week, um, in a really genuine way for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long it takes me. Um, and yeah, that's essentially what's going to happen here. And I'll just lay out what my thoughts are on the topic, and if I have any advice, uh, maybe I can dispense that. Maybe you'll find it helpful, maybe you won't, probably you won't, but whatever. But even if you don't, who cares? It's not like you're worse off than you were before. Um, so yeah, that's essentially what's going to happen. Um, the first thing I'll talk about is actually, I was planning on talking about inhibition, which is kind of an interesting concept, because like, Inhibition is really important, right? Um, I think it's one of the markers for what makes people better and more successful. Like, they tend to be more able to inhibit themselves and control their actions. Um, and that's kind of something that is very powerful. And that's kind of a key part, right? Um, and this is, it's kind of something that, in a way, sets us apart from other animals, right? The ability to control impulses and uh, for social and whatever other reasons that are not immediately obvious. Like, even moral reasons, right? We can be inhibited not to do a bad thing just because we think it's bad. Um, and... Uh, that's something that isn't shared by a lot of other animals, although I'm sure you can find exceptions. Um, and uh, when we reduce our inhibition, like when alcohol is consumed and stuff like that, it often results in, you know, mistakes and bad decisions and social harm. Now, one thing that isn't often referenced is actually over-inhibition, like how inhibition can actually have a downside too, right? And this is experienced when, you know, there are shy people, people who have a hard time expressing themselves, um, even when they want to, um, because they just feel overly inhibited. And this can be destructive too, right? Because it prevents people, smart people, people who are really intelligent, really have really thoughtful things to say from speaking and adding their voice to the chorus simply because uh, they, they can't for whatever reason, for because they're scared, because they're shy, whatever. Just because they uh, can't, like, it, it's, they're being inhibited. Um, and that sucks. Like, it's such a shitty thing to have happen. And, and a lot of the times it's not easily controllable. So that's what I, I, have a have a bit of advice for or something that I've been thinking about, right? Because essentially, in order to to act uninhibited, if if you're someone who experiences too much inhibition, you have to have some practice in in that state, in that environment. Um, and this is not something that you you necessarily have the choice to enter. Now, one thing I'm a big fan of is people admitting that they're just really a blob of chemicals, right? And that chem chemical interactions ultimately decide everything that we do, say, think. Um, 
And the reason I'm a big fan of this is because it allows you to kind of really understand yourself in a more deep way and understand why you do the things that you do and also understand how you can make yourself a better person simply by using physiological uh, tools. Um, and I think that's kind of the solution here is eventually physiological tools uh, to access a state of uninhibition so you can practice without too much uh, danger of making a mistake or doing something stupid because you are un uninhibited. Um, and as you get practice and more practice, you can eventually understand what that feels like and be able to implement it, um, you know, in your everyday life. Um, so what are the physiological ways that I'm talking about? Um, uh, mainly I'm referencing two things, right? I am not going to suggest alcohol consumption because that would, that's stupid. Um, it, alcohol is like, um, in the scale of drugs, I'm, it's the most destructive to society at large. Um, and it's just kind of horrible. And the only reason it's legal is because it has like social, uh, social convention dictates that that occur um, for historical reasons and sociocultural reasons um, because it's just a terrible substance uh, when it gets down to it for society at large. Um, but what I will suggest is there is, uh, number one, there are kind of two opposites in, in a way. But if you're, if you stay up late and you're tired, your prefrontal cortex, which is the part of your brain that actually manages thought and, um, or an inhibition and like uh, monitoring your behavior starts to like shut off because it's tired and it gets tired faster than the rest of your brain, which is also, uh, it actually gets tired faster than the rest of your brain. And so um, if you're tired, you can actually kind of be, start to become un uninhibited for a while. Now you're also going to be tired, right? But you can practice in this state of tiredness, not extreme tiredness, obviously, but just, you know, when it's later, you've, you're kind of, you know, not fully alert and awake, you, you, you start, you become a little less inhibited and you can actually practice, um, in a state, being in a state of in uninhibition and, um, get a feel, sense of what that feels like and how, uh, you can implement that into your real life just by um, documenting how you feel when you're tired and thinking about that and understanding why it like what you and when you say something that you normally wouldn't um, thinking about why you said that or and how you were how that escaped your mouth or you know stuff like that um, another thing that you can do is you can uh, uh, this is kind of weird because it's kind of the opposite, but you can actually consume caffeine, right? Um, I don't have any idea why this works. Uh, I've just experienced it in my own life, so take this with a grain of salt, right? Because personal observations are not as good as actual concrete studies. Um, but uh, my theory for how this would work is um, when you consume caffeine, your impulses become stronger and therefore your your prefrontal cortex is less able to uh, temper them. Um, and so that's why, like for me, for instance, I if I, I remember really poignantly, I was on a road trip and I consumed like this big ass 
can of Diet Coke. Like, I went into a uh, Carl's Jr. Um, in Lloyd Minster, and I, I uh, filled up this, like, I ordered a medium, but it was, like, the size of an extra large, and I can't remember. I think I, yeah, I drank one full thing of that, diet, filled with Diet Coke in the Lloyd Minster uh, Carl's Jr., and then I uh, filled it up again before I left, and I drank the rest of that on the way to uh, Edmonton, and I was talking the whole four-hour drive from Lloyd Minister to Edmonton, like, just non-stop, and I can't remember anything that I said, um, but it was fun. I imagine my father was pretty annoyed with me by the end of it, but whatever. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, don't consume that much caffeine, but, like, you know, have a, if you want to, you know, get into a state where you're more open and more, uh, talkative, more, you know, at ease, you can actually drink some caffeine, maybe a couple diet pops, maybe a tea, whatever. That can kind of improve your um, ability to just talk freely and not worry about, you know, what other people are, th are going to think or whatever would normally inhibit you. Um, so those are two ways that you can kind of practice uninhibition and if you do this you can kind of try and get a sense of how that feels and then uh get a sense of what's going on in your head in like in your head specifically um and then from that you can kind of gauge and you can kind of try and implement that into your real life now that being said the caffeine consumption method won't really work if you're already uh caffeine dependent right like if you have a coffee every day it doesn't really work but for me, I don't drink caffeine on most days, and I only use it in very specific scenarios. Um, and so from that, I can actually use that uh, as, you know, a well, tool to access a state of uninhibition. And so that would be how I would recommend um, going about, you know, trying to break free of that cycle of uh, over-inhibition and uh and uh social insecurity and anything like that um that is centered around uh inhibition and, and or shyness or whatever right recognizing that your body is a chemical system and that it is susceptible to chemical changes that have an effect on your psychology and therefore um if you want to enter a state in which you're less inhibited, one of the easiest ways to do that is just simply to change your physiological um, structure just a bit. Like, add an, add an interesting chemical in there that'll change your psychological state a bit. Um, and from that, you can enter your state of de-inhibition and, you know, do whatever it was that you wanted to do. Um, so yeah, essentially that's my two cents on the topic of inhibition. Um, and I just thought I'd put that out there. It might be helpful to someone. Probably not most people, but um, maybe it's an interesting thing to hear about. Maybe it's not something that you've thought about before. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's how my solution... That's my uh, suggestion on how to solve that. That particular problem. Um, 
So, essentially, that's what this podcast will be, basically. It's just, uh... So, essentially, that's what this podcast will be like. It'll just be me talking about a topic of my choosing for about 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, I'll share my perspective. You might like it, you might not. You might find it helpful, you might not. Um, and, yeah. Um, if that interests you, fine. If not, what if? See you later. Um, um, so essentially, yeah, that'll be what this is. And then if you have any suggestions, uh, anything you want to say to me, I don't have any uh, email set up yet, so keep it to yourself. Um, yeah. Meh. Too bad. Maybe I'll do that at some point. And uh, I'll... I'll put that out there, but not at the moment, so, what if, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else to say, I don't really need to keep going, do I, huh, okay, peace, bye, that's it, beep, boop, 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 I am, C-3PO.